0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flush, joined by my father and co host, Brian Flush. Hey there! Hey, so we're taking calls, we're live on a Saturday, it's been pretty hectic, we had some technical difficulties, but we're back, so we are here to break down, I uh, hope everyone had a th- happy Thanksgiving, uh, if you're a Bears fan, you did, because the Bears did not disappoint, um, but yeah, we're going to break down the game and just talk about what we saw and go from there.
1: It was a good Thanksgiving, man, I, I really had uh, my fill of both turkey and uh, the Bears play.
0: All right. So that's cool, man. We're off to go. All right, let's break down this game a little bit, and if someone calls in, we'll take their call. If not, we'll just continue as usual. Um, Let me see here. So where do you want to start?
1: Let's start with uh, the defensive play.
0: Well, let's start with this final score, probably. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. 24. Yeah, we
1: we may want to let people in on that one.
0: Yeah, 24 to uh, 20 was the final. Uh, The Lions came out and started David Plow, or Blau. It's Blau, I think.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pronounced Blow when I first saw it, but I guess it is Blau. I don't think it's Blow. No, no, I, I, I... Just saying, when I first saw it, it looked like it was pronounced like that.
0: He didn't blow. No, he he didn't.
1: There were no chunks.
0: Um, Well, I meant like his performance. It wasn't bad for a rookie. No, it wasn't. Let's talk about the defense then.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Roquan Smith had a heck of a game, man. 15 tackles, two sacks. I thought he, of all the Bears players that really, truly stepped up, on Thanksgiving Day, I would give the turkey leg to Mr. Smith.
0: Yeah, but let's dive more into um, what happened in the first half. We got burnt for a 75-yard touchdown. Oh, that was bad. Look, I I get what the Bears were trying to do. We were biting on double moves because they thought, well, you know, a new quarterback, rookie, undrafted from Purdue, never started before. Before.
1: What's the chance he throws a
0: bomb down the... Street I don't think scene. it was that I don't think it was that I think they weren't I don't think they were thinking that I think they were thinking to jump the route I don't I think they knew he could throw deep because he has an arm I mean he he showed that I think what it is is it comes down to anticipation and they were anticipating they were coached again this falls on coaching to me because it happened to Prince Prince of Mukamara and it happened to kyle fuller they both jumped on these double routes thinking that they were comeback routes or button hooks and then they double move deep and for those who didn't see that double move it was pretty sweet
1: and um i think prince of mukamura got beat by at least five
0: to ten yards well yeah because like i said if you're jump, it had nothing to do with the move the move was okay i'm gonna be honest i didn't think the double move was anything special when you're sitting on a rookie quarterback and you're taught, you know the rookie's going to throw these short, intermediate passes. Let's jump all over those. Let's get pick six. Pick. Let's get a pick six. So to me, I wasn't very impressed by the Lions. I'm not going to lie. I don't think they. I mean, I don't know why though. I guess I want to ask you because to me, yes, Prince got burnt, but. To me, that's not on him as much. That they had to be coached like that because it wasn't just him jumping the routes. No, there were other guys jumping the routes. I agree.
1: I I just surprised me how badly. I I wasn't expecting that. Were you?
0: No, I wasn't. I but mean, I was kind of shocked. Um, like, oh, w- holy cow! I would have expected it if you told me the game plan, if that was the game plan, and you tell me I'm going to go, oh shit, that's a bad idea. What? What? Like. First off, why not just get a feel for him? It was the first drive. Why not just get a feel for how he throws, where he's at? Because he didn't do too good after that. He got big chunk yards with Galloway down the field, and then after that, he stopped, and it was all done. Yeah. Because we stopped jumping the routes. To me, I think we should have just played regular defense. We should have respected the long ball, and we should not have jumped at all. I I I thought that was stupid and poor coaching, again, in my opinion. I'm not really mad or on the players at all. Um another thing I want to talk about is man, we got to send more blitzes, man. Roquan was hitting home and then we but we just stopped. Yeah, I don't know what it is with that. It, it just seems like we had especially
1: man with a young quarterback. What what do young quarterbacks do? Yeah.
0: We were they, both sitting there saying you got to challenge this guy.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, with a young quarterback the the number one thing young quarterbacks do is when they start to see pressure, they start to look for their tight ends. They start to look for the relief valve, and they,
0: well, then they also are getting the ball out quicker than normal, which sometimes leads to inefficiencies. Right. I mean, to me, this guy's he had from Sunday to Thursday to prepare for this. What the ever living heck is going on, man? Like, what what the hell is happening, like? We should have blitzed. We should have blitzed more. I, I don't. I honestly don't think this game should have even been close. You
1: know what surprises me most when Pagano has coached other defenses, which he has. He's done a lot more blitzing. If you look at those other defenses, than he's done this year with the with the Bears. He's
0: in love. He's in love with our front four and thinks that they can just get pressure on a consistent basis. and we we can't. We've proven we can't, and that's not who we are this year. Uh, last year, we were that team. This year, we are not that team. Yep. Agreed. Uh, let's switch over. Anything else on the defense?
1: No. I, I Like I said, I, I would I would definitely give the turkey leg to Roquan. I thought he had a, a really good game. A really good game. Probably his best game of the year, in my opinion.
0: Oh, I mean, this is not hard against the Lions, which I want to get into. I want to get into this whole Trubisky thing. Listen, uh, he he came in today, and he did exactly what we, we did, and he solidified himself as a backup in this league because to start off that slow, when we come out of the gate and score a touchdown off the rip, I said, whoa, okay, here we go. Then to progress down to, again, like he had a 300-yard day, he had three TD passes. He had a 118 rating. You should have that, though, against the league's 30th pass defense. You you should have that with the weapons you have. Well, that's that's where I'm at. It's, is it really that special of a
1: day? I mean, you know, some of the talking head media out there is like, ah, oh,
0: Trubitsky's back on track. No, we'll find out. We'll find out coming up because we have that guy's... I'm not trying to be negative. I enjoyed the win. I enjoyed eating turkey, stuffing, all that. I loved it. I loved having it. I loved doing it. But that might be our last win of the season. I don't see it coming anytime soon when it comes to we have, what is it, Green, or Dallas next, next, then Green Bay, then Kansas City, and we finish off with Minnesota. Yes. All fighting for playoff spots. Absolutely. Every single fucking last one of them. It
1: is going to be. This is the. This is by far. Even even if we were playing great, okay. This would be the toughest part of our schedule. No matter if we were playing great or not, it is
0: going to be a challenge. And and we're not playing great. No, we are not. Um, I'm. I wasn't impressed with Trubisky. I, I he did he did what he needed to do. Should not have been that close. But you know at the end of the day you get a win and you walk away from it and that's fine. So here's the thing about Trebitsky and and I know you guys probably
1: think that we're on him too much but here's the thing. No, 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 he, no, no. We're he, not going to He literally to that. We're, he, not gonna,
0: we're not going to we're not going to sit here and go, "Hey, well, you probably think we're on him too much because we're not." Like I I'm 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 going to give you more credit than that. You're not on him too much. From he summed up did he not sum up his whole career? almost immediately in that game first play offensively goes down scores stalls absolutely here's
1: the thing i was about to say and,
0: and sorry i just, no, I, it's just okay. I just wanted it's right. to give you more credit yeah, because yeah. i feel no, like I, you shouldn't have to keep saying well i know you I, think we're on him because we're not on him he just sucks I, like his I, play is dictating what we're
1: saying yeah i i appreciate it i the thing that just continues to drive me crazy about him is he does. He he goes down. He scores. You think, okay, he's going to be in a rhythm. He's going to be in a pattern. The next thing you know, we're going three and out, and th- you're seeing the typical things that we always see of Trubisky. Those typical things are: looks at one read, no yeah, other.
0: That was bad. That I was mean, really come on, bad.
1: gang. If you were watching this game close, you could tell that he looks at his first read and only his first read, and then he's done. Come on!
0: But you have a big problem with something he did in this game.
1: Oh man, drove me crazy. I don't know if it drove anyone else crazy. I'm pretty sure it, was it the... did.
0: <laughs> okay, it was it was. It's all over the internet. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it was that. Basically, in the end of the second quarter, um, if those of you recall, it was third down and four yards to go. He got pushed out of the pocket, started to run. And if he would have just kept running, he would have had the first down easy. Instead, he does this mind-boggling move, and he begins to run parallel to the first down marker and then starts to fade away from the first down marker. Uh, He could have even thrown the ball when he got over to the side. Well, he couldn't by that point in time, but it it just drove me crazy. It's like, what's your situational awareness? Trebitsky has no situational awareness. No,
0: he doesn't. Because remember, he took a sack that game, too, oh. by, by himself. No line was credited for the sack. He just stepped out of bounds.
1: Does, does it not drive you crazy when he's behind the line of scrimmage and he's almost out of bounds? And instead of throwing the ball at the last minute, he, he just take, runs out of bounds? It
0: takes like a one or two yard loss or even yeah. a half a yard. It's still I a mean, loss.
1: I mean, come on. Almost every other quarterback in the NFL knows you throw the ball away at that point. You will not be called for intentional grounding. Just get it
0: out of your hand. Well, let's talk about some of the um, some of the the better plays and the the um, better coaching and all that. Um, I thought the coaching was better. Uh, I, I I thought Nagy called a good game. I I I, I baffle because Trubisky made some great throws downfield. Where has that been? I don't know. We're never going to get it. He's just going to be that guy that every now and then can throw a perfect pass.
1: Yeah. On on just, he can throw a dime, and then the next pass he throws, it can be over someone's head by 10 feet. We yeah. don't know.
0: I mean, Holstetter Is that who caught the, yeah. the fullback? Something Ca- like that, yeah. caught the Our fullback caught the ball. That was a beautiful throw. The bomb to Anthony Miller that wasn't a touchdown, but really set us up beautifully to win the game. That was gorgeous. He has... I can see where people go, oh, he has arm strength, he has talent. But but listen, we're this far into his career. He has gone down, and we've talked about this already, so I won't get on it too much. We know what he is, and he's not our franchise quarterback. He is not a franchise quarterback, but he could be a backup, and he proved that. He proved he can be a backup in this league. I know he'll never... Admit to that, but that's all he is. He's a backup, and that's all there is to it. Um, with that being said, let's talk about some of more of the positives. Uh, I thought the coaching was good. This, I, I didn't really have that much of a problem with it. I, I was okay with the
1: the coaching. I thought the play calling. I, th- I saw a little bit more motion to yeah. some of our
0: plays. Did you? Yeah, we saw a two tight end set, and then both tight ends went in motion. We also, that was good. That was good. We also what'd you make of the whole Trubisky on that? When you were talking about that play where he didn't convert, I hit on this last week about the sensitivity course that I feel like he's sensitive. I, uh, you know, I really do. And I think we saw it because Trubisky didn't get the first down. It was a big play in the game. Comes over to the sideline. Nagy's furious but then when he gets there, Nagy just kind of talks to him. And it's like, "Hey, what you know? What's going on? What's what's up?" Blah blah blah. And then they have this little conversation. And then all of a sudden, Nagy like turns and just starts cussing up a storm, marching up and down the field. But he didn't do that to the quarterback. What does that tell you? I, I think it tells me that he's handling the quarterback with
1: kid gloves, and there are times that Trubisky needs a kick in the lower proximity.
0: Yeah, I, I I think he needs a kick in the ass. I'm with you completely. Like, he needs – that just needs to be there. It needs to happen. Uh, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter at this point. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll really see what happens coming up because – I don't see us, maybe see us eking out a win in Minnesota. Maybe Green Bay's going to thrash us. I know they are. Uh, it's Kansas City. If he can't, okay, here's what I'm going to say about Kansas City. Our defense should be prepared for Kansas City. We should be. Defensively, we should be. There's no reason we shouldn't be. Because, uh, let me tell you, Nagy came from Andy Reid. Andy, you know he was calling plays for Andy Reid. Okay, so you should better you better be fucking prepared. I'm I'm gonna put that out there like that. If we're not prepared for Kansas City, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be really living. Okay, so, so
1: here's 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 why I want to I want to just speak to the other side of that. Not saying you're right, not saying you're wrong. Here's the deal about Kansas City that scares the heck out of me, and that is Kansas City one of the loudest places to play
0: football. I'm talking about defensively. See, I know what you're doing already. You're jumping the gun. Defensively, we should be ready for what they call. We should have some awareness, and we should not get beat on big plays. All right. Defensively, I'll I'll go for that. What I was going to say and get into on the offensive side is I want to see Trubisky should be able—Kansas City has a bad defense, Now, I know it's going to be loud in there, and I know it's going to be just this crazy atmosphere. Yes, but that defense is not that good. We should be able to move
1: the ball against them. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think Trubitsky is going to get sacked six times by the uh, defense of the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: By who? They don't even have a—they've lost Justin Houston— They've lost a lot of pass if, rushers. They got that Clark from Kansas City, but it, he hasn't really been doing much. If if you look
1: at our, if you look at kind of the weaknesses of our offensive line and their strengths, we play to their um, strengths very, very, very well. And I'm I'm just predicting it right now that when we go out there, it's going to be loud. I don't think Trubisky is the kind of quarterback on the offense that can audible out of a whole lot of things, and I think he is a deer in the
0: headlights. Can we talk about that real quick? You made a good point there. Uh, He does not audible at all. I don't know what that is. I think he's he's not an intelligent quarterback. He might be an intelligent person, but I don't think he understands the fundamentals of football. I'm in total agreement. He always goes, kill, kill, kill. Now, kill means... Kill the play, go with the backup play. So if it's a pass, the, the the kill could be another pass play. Most frequently he either kills the run, switches to a pass, or vice versa, where it's kill the run, switch to a pass, or it's kill the pass, switch to a run. That's all we see. There's no the the play never, never changes. Yes. Yeah, and I we need that. He needs to be a quarterback is the captain of this ship. He needs to be able to look out on the horizon and see what's coming his way, and he can't. Well, this captain
1: can't see the sea. He's very bad at steering the ship, and he can't see his ports. But it's not just that.
0: It's not just that. We've already covered that. We're talking about the defense in general. We're not talking about the wide receivers and all that. He should be able to look and tell if he's in the motion lets us indicate whether we're in man or not most of the time. He's not identifying blitzes. He's not audibly out to anything. And I think Nagigo is saying to himself, I don't, he can't handle it, but using, he'll never come out and
1: say that. Well, he's using the kiss method, right? Keep it simple, stupid. I mean, that's what he, that's what it, that's what it appears to one. i like it appears that. Never to never heard me. that one before. Yeah. Yeah, he, he literally is using that, and I think Trubitsky is kind of like, okay, listen, I'll say it again, and, it's, and I know you heard it, but Trubitsky just seems to have no football situational awareness.
0: Yeah, but this is different. This is different. Okay, let me tell you why this is exactly why this is different. Okay? Every quarterback in the National Football League can do this. Why can't he? Audibleing is the easiest, simplest thing to do as a quarterback. The hard part is one: did I audible to the right thing? Two: can I make the throw? Or can I? Uh, did the play work because I audible to the right thing? So
1: with the, can I can I take that and run with it a little bit? Yeah, okay. go ahead. For the f- I I I'm with you on the first one. Can he read the defense and audible to the right play? The answer is. No, he cannot read the defense. He's not good at looking at defensive schemes and reading those defensive schemes. And that's alarming. That is very alarming. That's what I'm saying. He no, is he's not good at reading those defensive schemes. And therefore, I think Nagy knows that. But that's the
0: simplest. That's my point. That's I know. the simplest thing to do. I know. We can do it from the living room. Yes. If you watch football long enough, you can tell what what kind of You can't tell the you can kind of tell if they're in a cover two or not or blah blah blah. He should be able to tell that. Yes, he can't. Uh, Look, look, he should be able to move the ball against Kansas City. That's the bottom line. We'll see what happens. Um, This podcast might be a little short this week because it's uh, holidays, family, everything like that. Um, We'll 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 see what goes on. here and if we get any calls within the while, if we do, we can take some and go out. Um, I don't know, man. Can, I, I felt good about that win, but at the same time, I still think we finished third, and I, I, I just don't. F- I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm speechless. I'm trying yeah. for you. We, to-
1: well, listen. I'd like to speak a little bit to the upcoming game. I believe we've got uh, the Cowboys play at at Soldier Field on, thir- yeah. on Thursday. Um, historically, the Cowboys play very poorly at Soldier Field. I'm just going to bring that up because if you really look, I, I looked prior to this podcast at how the Cowboys play at Soldier Field in cold weather, and historically, they do very, very poorly against us. I don't buy into that, though. Okay, you don't have to, but but if you kind of look at the scenario, could be a, it, it could be fairly chilly. It's December. It's Chicago. I don't into that stuff, man. And and on top of that, on top of that, what kind of pressure does Dak Prescott have coming off of the recent loss to the Buffalo None. Bills and what Jerry Jones None. said? You don't None. you don't think he has any pressure on him from uh, from uh, Jerry Jones?
0: None. Okay. None. Why would Dak? Um Dak has no pressure. It's Sir Claps a he, lot. It's it's Garrett. Oh well, I know, but, but I you mean, don't
1: think he's got any pressure feeling like no. he wants to
0: protect his coach. Nope. No. Okay. Not even close. No, 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 no. All right. All right. Everything is falling on Jason Garrett. Everything. Dak has nothing to do with it. If anything, Dak's lucky that Garrett's there. Garrett is the shield. The the Cowboys have everything to to beat us in this game. They can control the ball. They can run down the clock. And when they run down the clock, they can only... I think the key is only give Trubisky a few chances on the field. Only give him a few times to make some plays. And they're going to do that, I feel like. So
1: what do you think, for us to win, what do you think the Bears... Say a little bit more. What do you think the Bears are going to have to do for us to pull out a win against the boys on Thursday
0: night? We have to play hard. We have to move the ball on offense consistently. We can't, we, for us to win this game, four offensive touchdowns, four offensive touchdowns, because I, you know what? I don't want to just win by, I don't just want to squeak by. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just, I want to win. I don't want just this 17 to 14. I don't want this, you know, not even 20 to 10. Let's put up some points, man. Let's go over 30. Oh, I would love to see that. The Cowboys, are they're good, though, against the Bears. They're going to be good against the Bears. <laughs> I don't know how much more simpler it can be. I know a lot of people talk about the Cowboys and the downfalls and the pressures and stuff, but man... Guys, let's not forget about the turmoil in Chicago. I mean, this is one win, man. We lost. They have the recipe with Zeke and that offensive line. They they can run the ball and they can really just kill us off pretty quick.
1: Well, that I think you you just stated my biggest fear is is that what what Cowboys do is go into Zeke Elliott mode and they just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball on us, chew up a ton of clock.
0: Um Cause Trubisky can't, he's going to need all the plays he can get. And I don't think he, I don't see it. I see, uh I see this game being a big time of possession difference with the Cowboys owning the majority of it. And I see a loss.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, I think I foresee a loss also. I, I, like I said, I I think the only thing in our favor is is I know you don't believe in it, but I do. I think the cold weather is yeah, is I a don't. factor. But here's the other thing too: is you know, can I our, ask, def, our defense can, our defense would have to come up with a hell of a big game, and I'm talking about takeaways.
0: Can I ask you why you believe in that theory? Um,
1: looking at the hist- history behind um the, when the Cowboys come to town,
0: that doesn't make. I'm going to be quite frank with you. This doesn't make sense. I, I hate...
1: You can be Tyler with me. You don't have to be frank with me.
0: No, I, I hate the fact that people say, oh, cold weather. So none of these kids ever played in cold weather growing up? Oh, I, I didn't say that. Yeah, I, you, did, yeah you did. You're, you're inferring that the cold is too much for the
1: Dallas Cowboys. I'm saying historically, they have some of their worst games when they come up to our field. How as often opposed do we to we play? We don't play them a ton, no. But 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 when you you're make banking a lot on weather,
0: it just to me it doesn't make sense. It, it weather has nothing to do with a game when it comes down to cold. Oh, it's chilly. Oh, it's cold. What is that, man? I don't buy that at all. I think they come out, they play well. I mean, I I just. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the weather. I just can't. So
1: I think for the Bears to win against the Cowboys, um, what's going to have to happen is this. We're going to have to get at least two or three turnovers. I'm talking either interceptions, fumble recoveries, because I do not think, and some short fields, because I do not think we can keep up with the Cowboys in terms of time of possession. That's... um, that's the only way I personally see us able to get out the victory is turn the ball over, give our offense short fields. Can we turn the ball over, though? Well, we, it's we haven't. Difficult. We haven't, but um, you know, um, that's, that's what, to me, would be the recipe in the way I see us winning.
0: I just don't see home field advantage for us being that big of a deal.
1: I'm not saying it's that big of a deal. I'm, I'm saying it's a factor. So it's, it's a small, small
0: one to me because we haven't yeah. played good at home. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, for us to win, I, I think that's the recipe. What do, you, what do you think for us to win?
0: I told you, we got to get off the ball. We got to score quick and c- consistently. So, you, Whether so you're, thinking four or or not, you're thinking four touchdowns? We need four offensive touchdowns. When's the last mm-hmm. time we've had four fucking offensive touchdowns? Yeah, been a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm sick of it. I, I am so think- fed up with this team. Yeah. And- Even on wins, I'm not happy. I was happy yesterday, but then I'm like, man, one by four points to the Lions, who tied with the Cardinals? We should be leaps and bounds ahead of this team. And right now, we are the third little brother looking up to Green Bay and Minnesota. Like, Minnesota fans, you think you have it hard with Cousins? I don't want to hear it. Cousins can put together games. Trubisky can be from drive to drive, from play to play, from second to second. He is a ticking time bomb, and you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, have no idea. Other than half the time, most of the time, it's shit. Trubisky's like a box of
1: chocolates. You never know what you're going to get.
0: No, see, disagree, because that box of chocolates is 90% shit. You, you don't know what you're gonna get. It's ninety percent shit. I just I, I I don't I I don't know what else to say.
1: I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I I I think we we both see that this is a game that we probably don't think the Bears pull out. We certainly would love to see the Bears uh, win this game, but uh, I I don't really think at this point in time it's in the
0: cards. So I'm. So you think we're gonna lose? Yeah. And well, what do you think? I mean, that's so. So I here's what I think's gonna you happen. You kind of fooled me there because you went yeah. with the the weather, the history. Yeah, and then yeah. You... Well, just
1: because just because I think you're just throwing that there, out there. The, yeah, there's there's two different. There to me, those are two very different variables. Just because I think the cold is a factor, I'm not saying it's a big enough factor that all of a sudden they quit playing football. And we play football. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, is this: I think they get the wind because here's what I'm afraid is going to happen. One, I'm afraid our offense cannot consistently put first downs together, and therefore cannot stay on the field. If so we're you're constantly, with me, though, you're with me. Yeah, with time of possession. Yeah, it's going to absolutely different. Ab- ab- absolutely, I'm with you. I I'm saying that we cannot consistently put first downs together when you don't do that. Your 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 defense is constantly back out on the field. They're tired. I, I I just don't think that we can win the game unless we get some short fields, some turnovers, where we can literally make something happen and get some life in this offense. I I, I just don't see.
0: Do we win another game this year?
1: <sighs> I'm I'm worried that we won't. I'm worried, I'm worried that we won't win another game. Yes, I'm worried we won't win another game. <laughs> you
0: worded that weird. So, yes, we're done. We're not getting another win.
1: I, I, I fear that that's the case, yes.
0: I don't see it, man. Uh, we've said it before. What are your predict? I've already said mine. Everyone knows what I think. I think either Gase or Nagy goes. Um. What, what I'm, are your I'm you I'm predictions? I'm hoping
1: Nagy stays and I'm hoping Gase goes. That would be my hope. Pace. Pace I mean, um, I kind of combined the two names right there.
0: Didn't no, I? you said Gase. Like Did Adam I say Gase? Gase? Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah, he used to be with the Bears, but is no longer. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, Pace goes. I would like to see Pace gone. I'd like to see Nagy stay. I personally think. If Nagy could get out of this Trubitsky hole that he's in, that he's kind of but continued you, to dig for himself. But
0: don't you think he's doing... Okay, never mind. You just answered my question. I was like, don't you think that's a self-inflicted wound? It is. It is. It is. So, If they both went, would you be sad? Um,
1: I think I would be a little sad for Nagy because I think he's got such... Uh-oh. Here I'm about to use the word potential as a coach. <laughs> there, I just did it. Yeah. I just did it. Uh, but I I
0: really do like Nagy, personally. I, I really think that he does. Do you see any scenario where they both stay? Man, I don't know how. I don't. I honestly don't. I don't either. I don't know
1: how. How can they both stay if we lose out? So basically, we're saying... That we're coming into this game six and six, um, we're at five hundred. We don't see another win. That means we end the year six and ten. Yeah, i i can't I can't see no change at that level taking place. Going from the, a twelve and four year if, to six and ten.
0: If pace doesn't go, how worried are you now on ownership on an ownership level? on an ownership standpoint real worried yeah like terrified
1: worried if you're a bear fan you're, you you got to be terrified because that just means that they don't have the wherewithal or the gonads to make the hard decision
0: but is it really that hard um, you get one first place finish you go to the playoffs you have zero playoff wins zero playoff wins in your tender I, I don't I, I don't see that as a like if you put Ryan Pace's resume up, it's like, well what, what do you really what have you done? It de- it depends. Where's the inside loyalty to, to Pace?
1: Is there some kind of inside I, loyalty? I hope there's not. Well, I really that's, hope that's, that's, that I don't think you that's, can. That's not privy to you and I. That no that's it's the, not. That's the knowledge that we don't
0: have. But it can't can't be, right? I would hope not. I would hope not. I don't know what to what we would make of that? I'm sitting here trying to filibuster while I'm also trying to think of how scary it would be if they both stayed. Oh, I would be very disappointed if Nagy left and Pace stayed. I want Pace gone. Yeah, I want. Yeah, uh, I would. Na- I would too. Because because Trubisky's not Nagy's guy. Yep. Yep. I agree. Trubisky is. Like I said, we're doing yeah. everything backwards, and yeah. right now, from an ownership and a leadership standpoint, like we're not we're not very good. We're not looking good. Well, if you if you think about it, you know the house was purchased before Nagy got there, so Nagy inherited the bad house. Yeah, but what if you're sitting there? Let's put you as a GM, mm-hmm. but you're smarter already because you're not Ryan Pace. Let's put you as that GM, and then what do you do? Because like, he has to be sitting there going, it's Trubisky, that's the missing piece. Do you th- what else are we missing?
1: I, I'm th- I don't know. I, I'm, I'm with you, Tyler. I am baffled
0: by this myself. I, but personally, what personally, do you think we're missing? If you, other than the obvious, what position would you address? Well, it's got to be quarterback. Other than the obvious, I I can't
1: even think of another I got position. To, well, tight end, obviously. I was going. That was, I mean, come on, tight end's got to be it, right?
0: Yeah, uh, I would say tight end, and I'm saying running back.
1: Yeah, I agree we, with we, both of those.
0: We you can't get rid of Jordan Howard and bring in David Montgomery when you have no idea what David yeah. can do. By
1: the way, speaking of how different would this upcoming game against the boys be if you had Howard running the ball in terms of time of possession?
0: Howard's a better runner than Montgomery when it comes to pure power. It, he is. Um, it just It's the truth. Montgomery's a very weird back. He's like a hybrid, um, but not a hybrid. Like, kind of just stuck in the middle of, am I good against breaking tackles or am I good catcher? Cohen is just turning out to be God, he is looking bad, man. Well, yeah, there's let's no see. other way around Let, that. Let's
1: see. Cohen's looking bad, but he's not he's not a bad player. They're using Cohen poorly. He's he's he, true. He's a really good player. Look what Cohen did last year.
0: I'm not gonna and, argue that. And
1: and they're just they're just utilizing him very, very poorly. And um, yeah, that's that's my take on it.
0: I, I think though, with the whole tight end thing, Trey Burton was the biggest mistake we've ever made in a long time. Ooh, here's a question: bigger mistake, trading Greg Olson or giving all that money to Trey Burton? Oh my gosh! Two different GMs. Two different GMs. Same will, franchise. I'll tell you though,
1: I think it's Greg Olson.
0: I I do too, but but only by a hair. Yeah. Yeah, not by much. You but what, what, what makes you win? Remember when we signed Trey Burton and I said, why the hell are we giving all this money to a third-string tight end who threw a pass in the Super Bowl?
1: Because that's that's why right there, and
0: that was the scary
1: part. He threw a pass in the Super Bowl, or else if he had not done that, do you think
0: anyone goes out and gets him? Maybe Pace, because I think Pace has this ego where he tries to, like, Belichick people, where he'll try to find someone that no one's heard of, and he's like, I'm going to pay him big money right away. You know why? That dude's a gem. That's a diamond, and I found him in the rough. Yeah. I think he does, and he has missed on every single one. Uh, Mike Glennon.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's a a diamond in the rough if I've ever seen a diamond in the rough.
0: (laughs) First ever draft pick, Kevin White. Oh, yeah. Remember what everyone said. Now, Kevin White's fast. He's good. He, he, but he can only really want, run one route. But the body type and the speeds there, The another big, big, big concern is he is frequently injured all the time and pace goes sold. So, so
1: listen, what do Glennon and Trebitsky have in common? They do have something in common, if you th- can think about it a little bit what they both have not proved anything at any level to anyone that's true i didn't think of it like that so you know that that kind of doesn't that kind of speak to the ego of Ryan Pace that neither one of those quarterbacks had proved anything to anyone
0: at any level see and that's what i was talking about with everything too yeah when it, when it comes down to just finding obscure players. Like, it's almost like that friend you have that like comes up with these obscure references. And you're like, where did that come from? And you're like, you know, and like, you're like, wow, that was a good one. But like, well, that's crazy. Where'd that come from? That's like what Ryan Pace tries to do with players. Like let's turn this nobody into the best. Somebody. Do you know you, do
1: you know, you just answered my prayers. Because that's what I'm going to pray for—that Ryan Pace goes into obscurity in the new year.
0: Yeah, he needs
1: to. Um, so we starting to to run out of a little steam here.
0: Yeah, I, we're just kind of hanging in, waiting on calls, Are seeing we? if we get one. Okay. Um, if not, we'll uh, we'll end it. I. I I don't know if you have anything else. Do you want to touch on or?
1: I I really just I don't know what I'm more disappointed in this year. Um, you know, when we came into the year, I do I do have to say I expected to see some regression in the defensive takeaways. I mean, what did we have that last year? Twenty four different takeaways. Um, it was incredible in terms of the amount of takeaways. I didn't expect the same number. However, this year, did you expect so few?
0: All right, we got a call. Okay. Is it through now? Hello? Can you hear us? Hey, what's
2: up? Yep, I can hear you. What's going on, dude? Not much. Finally calling in.
0: (laughs) We were just talking. uh, We basically... we were just about to go, but you called in, so we'll take it. Um, we, because uh, you can't hear live, so we basically just uh, summed up the game and uh, of the Lions, talked about the season to come, but you can f- shoot what's on your mind, man. What do you want to talk about?
2: Oh, oh, boy, I got a lot of to get okay. all, I'll make it as quick as I can, oh, though. You got time, man. So.
0: It's fine, man. Go
2: for it. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a breath of fresh air. I mean, I didn't get to watch the game, but I looked up highlights and read up a bunch on the game and whatnot. But like, I know Trubisky had his best game this year, which I'm still still not sold on him. Yeah,
0: we were so, just talking about that too. Yep.
2: Yeah, I was like, you can. I was like, you did the same thing last year. Almost broke uh, the all time record for the most touchdowns, and then still didn't give us anything to work with after that. But are you, are you like, talking about you know, you uh, got...
0: Are you talking about in the Bucks game last year when he threw for seven? Well or no, he tied yeah. for six and he almost got
2: seven. Yeah, almost got seven touchdowns.
0: Yeah, we were we were saying earlier how uh, just we kinda touched on him too, how we should have beat the Lions by a lot more. We just yeah the the offense is there for him, the weapons are there. Uh what do you think of the because before you called in, we were talking about the uh well let's just start from all the way from what do you think of we'll start from the top and work our way down of the GM so far, the uh Ryan Pace since he's been in office. He needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, look, <laughs> he he needs he, to- you weren't you didn't even listen. I, I've been on that rant for a while. You weren't even listening earlier and I said that.
2: I can't I can't stand that guy. Like the things that he's done with this team just they they irritate me to no end. Like it's so frustrating to watch what's happening. Like D- I mean, we've had some good pickups, but like I mean, Roquan Smith, whoo that yep. boy's gonna be something. Yep, we we're talking he's about already that. something. Yeah. Like um Like, I mean, Khalil Mack, for the Lions game, his presence alone was good enough. He didn't have to do anything. Roquan was just the backup. Yeah. Like, just coming in hot. So, like, it was... I mean, like, other than that, like, we've been getting rid of... uh Getting rid of decent players, and I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't... The things that are happening just... As a Bears fan, it's just very frustrating. Yeah. Like
1: Nathaniel, what do you think in terms of... Will the Bears' ownership really have the Gonads this year to do anything with Pace? Or do you feel like they're just going to continue to hang on to him?
2: Unfortunately, I feel like they're going to have to hang on. And the one thing that might, might give the go-ahead that maybe there needs to be a change in management would lose out the season, unfortunately. Like, worst-case scenario is to, like, give a – you know, like that uh, that moment where you finally realize that everything's falling apart. Yeah. It's almost like there's delusions. There's delusions of grandeur in Chicago, and I don't know where it's coming from.
1: Hey, that's a really good point. So you didn't hear this on the podcast because it's not out yet, but what do you think? We've got four games to go.
0: Okay, I- and I want to correct us real quick. We messed up earlier, and we said it was at... Kansas City, it's at Chicago.
2: Oh, it's at Chicago.
0: So I'll run through the games real quick,
2: because if you don't mind. I got them pulled up right in front of me right now.
0: All right. uh, Just for the listener, we go next week, uh, Cowboys at Bears, Bears at Packers, Chiefs at Bears, Bears at Vikings. Do you see us uh, getting even a win out of those? No, I
2: don't. That's sad kinda, to say. That's, that's kind
0: of where we. That's were.
2: That's
1: kind of where we were too, buddy.
2: I mean, like if you if you look at it, like you got two two divisional rivals, and I mean the Vikings have just been unreal this year. So, like, I mean they're not unstoppable or whatnot, but they they look good. So all I gotta say is they look they look pretty decent. Yeah. That would be the only one that I see us coming out with a win.
0: We could beat the Packers if we move Soldier Field to the West Coast. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The Packers (laughs) have been blown out by the Niners and the Chargers this year. So we need just to relocate that game, and we'll be fine. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. I
1: say say we move the Bears to Venice Beach just for a day.
0: Just for a day. Just for a day, yeah. How do you feel, Nathaniel, when it comes to – coaching from you know anyone anyone on the staff I mean like from Nagy to Pagano what are your thoughts there
2: I don't know I kind of if I'm not mistaken I know that Chuck Pagano or whatever he uh, I think he changed up some things for this game because like like I said I uh I haven't been able to like really watch games unfortunately with my work schedule but, like, I've been keeping tabs on everything and keeping up to date and watching highlights. So, I mean, I I think he's a great defensive coordinator.
0: Do you think he's a good defensive coordinator or he's a guy who got really lucky with a great defensive team?
2: Ooh, when you put it that way, he might, it might have been a guy that got lucky with a great defensive team. <laughs> that's
0: kind of where I stood because yeah. Vic kind of came in and he, turned us around after the Mel Tucker catastrophe. So. Right.
1: He kind of inherited a bit of a NFL lottery there.
0: I've I've said it before, too. I believe that he's using us as a stepping stone to get his next head coaching job.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the Cleveland Browns.
0: Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way, like, if you look at it at just, like, a one point of view as him as defensive coordinator and not the fact that he inherited it, he seems like a good coach. But when you put it that way, yeah, it just seems like he inherited a, a great defense. And they're, he's just there throwing some plays at them and whatnot, and they're taking care of business. Yeah, it feels it's like... It's not like he coached them up, so these guys were already good to go.
0: You feel like uh, maybe we should have more blitzing than what we do instead of relying on our front four? Because that seems to be his strategy this year is rely on the front to get to the quarterback.
2: Yeah, no. I I believe in the blitz. I feel like you you got to pressure that quarterback.
0: Well, and you brought it up too earlier, uh, Roquan Smith. He came out with two sacks, and look, those were the first sacks of the season. And we're how many weeks yep. in? So, I think pressure. Needs yeah, we're to be getting applied. towards
2: the the end of the season here, and I mean, there there looks like to be like a decent light, but you know, it's a little late for that. So, Nathaniel, so I wish we would, uh, go on. No, Nathaniel, I
1: I got I do gotta ask you. Like, let's say you you get the magical powers of being the Bears um president entire ownership and um the end of the season gets here and we lose the next 4 games so we go into next year with 6 wins and 10 losses uh, what what do you do if if you're if you're the ownership of the Chicago Bears
2: I don't know I mean to be honest with you it all comes down to the quarterback with me like I just I I try so hard to get behind Turbisky, but I, I just can't. Like, we have all the other weapons except, oh, and a kicker. Let's not forget the kicking problems that still seem to haunt us. So, um, other than the kicker and the uh, quarterback, I don't know what else to do. I mean, we have the weapons in place. Defensively, we're stable. Offensively. The only like Achilles' here we have is Trubisky because it's uh it, you just don't know what's going to happen. We like, also we need a consistent quarterback.
0: Right. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, we also brought up though the one position we are lacking is we feel like because Pace made a giant mistake on is the tight end position. Oh, yeah. Because we don't have one. I mean, yeah. we're, we're running fullbacks no. out of there. We're running. Adam Shaheen, non-existent. Trey Burton, non-existent. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just real quick though, um, get back to the coaching. What's your assessment of Nagy so far this season?
2: I love him. I think he's a great coach. I mean, so far, like, I don't know what year is he in? Year two?
0: Two. Yeah. Just a second.
2: Three. Yeah second year i mean this isn't an overnight thing like i don't know it seems like there's some progress but it it's hard to
0: tell we also have to remember he didn't get to pick his car his car was chosen
2: for him. yeah yeah so like he still has to adjust to get his team where he wants it so 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 i like him so far i think he he has potential to be a great coach and get this team back to where, uh, you know, bear down, buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: so, wouldn't that kind of, I mean, I, huh? Wouldn't
1: that using Tyler's analogy, wouldn't that kind of suck to think you were getting a Ferrari, but what you ended up with was a model T.
0: No, he got like a Prius.
2: <laughs> yeah. He Me, definitely um, got a Prius that that uh, wasn't charged.
0: Uh, I asked this question earlier, Do you think that one of the people go, and by the two people, I I think... Do you think either Nagy or Pace goes? Let's say we lose out. Do you see one of them leaving? And by leaving, I mean fired.
2: I think they're going to have to fire Pace. I think, I don't know, just with Nagy's attitude and whatnot, I mean, I don't obviously... I'm not in the locker room. I don't know the politics of what's going on, but he seems like he's enjoying himself in Chicago. D- and like Pace, though, I just feel like he's going through the motions and not he's literally not thinking. It's almost like he's just not thinking whatsoever.
0: Do you think that they might be tied together job-wise?
2: Hmm. As in where pace goes Nagy will follow or vice versa
0: yeah sorry i was taking a drink of beer I
2: don't you're have, all good i don't know
0: if you heard that through our headsets picked it up but um <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah. the with uh the whole baggy thing um man i would like to see i, I think my dream scenario is pace gets fired Nagy stays, a new GM comes in and says, hey, let's focus on the draft. Who do you want or who can we get, you know, and and let, let the coach actually get a say in who his quarterback is.
2: Yeah. I mean, the GM doesn't really, you know, I mean, like they're out there. Making all the big calls and whatnot, but at the end of the day, it's the coach that has the most like say in everything. Like he's out there with the players, you know, coaching them along, giving them the plays and whatnot. So I don't, I fully believe in coaches being have having like hands on in the draft and being able to pick who they feel is necessary for the team to get them to the Super Bowl at the end of the day. Yep. Instead of moving up in the draft a couple years ago to get Mitchell Turbisky when we could have just stayed where we were.
1: There was a, a coach by the name of Bill Parcells at one time said famously that if you want me to cook the dinner, you better allow me to shop for the groceries. And, exactly. And uh, that's exactly what you're reinforcing.
2: Yeah, like it's how it should be. Like you can't hand over a team like there's some good there's been some good coaches in the past and you got gms that come in and take over the show and expect these coaches to deal with players that they really don't want anything to deal with nor see the potential in them but for some odd reason these gms like see something that i i don't know nobody else sees apparently and then expect them to come out on top with them it's just not how it works
0: Are you aware of uh, Ryan Pace's finishes since he's taken over as GM within our division?
2: Negative.
0: So he went... I am not. He went... uh, Fox was his first hire. Fox was three years. He went fourth, third, fourth. Fox got fired. Nagy comes in. Nagy goes first. Doesn't get a playoff win, as we all know. Double doink and then mm-hmm. this year it's looking like it's a pretty sure thing at third. So to me that says he's not drafting the right people and needs to go.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. I mean, we're on year it's 5. How many years yeah. did, How many years would you give a GM to build your team? Like and We'll use the bears from from getting over the Mark Trussman. How long would he be? Would you still give Pace more time, or would he have been gone? How many years ago?
2: I don't know. I feel like I I feel like five years is sufficient amount of time.
0: That's a good point. I I kind of I mean I five years feeling. is
2: like yeah that that's about right. Like I mean I know some people are like well five years is a long time. I was like these teams franchise teams aren't built overnight. I don't know where people got this idea that oh here comes a, here comes a new GM, we're going to win the Super Bowl this year after going like oh and 16 or some outrageous <laughs> yeah. like stuff like that. It's like I don't know where people thought that like it happened overnight. Like you have to rebuild a team. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately to say like We're in, like, the final stages of the rebuild time, but we should have been done by now. And, like, he needs to go. In my eyes, he needs to go. He's made some insane things, like, happen in Chicago that I completely disagreed with. Right. So, yeah, back to the whole five years thing, oh, yeah, he's had a sufficient amount of time. It's time to move on.
0: Well, do you have anything else you want to... Get that we haven't touched on or
2: talked about that you no really that get was off your pretty chest. much it. I've got a, I mean, other than Turbisky, like I like our team. I <laughs> uh, like the weapons we have and Seems stuff to be like the theme. like, yeah. And then the kicker, I I don't know what it is with these kickers. You got one job, pal. Kick kick a damn football. That's all you got to do. Like I don't know. There used to be so many good kickers, so many good kickers, but all Chicago does is pick up mediocre or crap kickers anyway, so don't know how that happened.
0: I don't know if you saw our post on social media, but uh, I have a theory where I want the Bears to reach out to Zlatan Ibrahimovic to kick field goals.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I think he'd be. He's in the States. He's in the States. He doesn't have far to come. Yeah, I mean, he he he's
0: off L.A. Galaxy, and if no one watches soccer, look into this guy. He is a character, a, unbelievable, talks about himself in the third person. He would be phenomenal. He would be, mm-hmm. if you think Baker Mayfield has an attitude, you ain't seen nothing yet. And I think he yeah, would get in the league. I think it'd be great. Well, Harry Kane for uh, Tottenham Hotspur said that's his retirement plan. When he's done with soccer, he wants to kick field goals in the NFL. So I don't see why not.
2: Why not? They have to be accurate anyway. I don't know why people think that that's uh, outside the realm of uh, something that might actually happen. I was like, you think that kicking, kicking soccer balls into a, a goal is easy, trying to get it around a goalie? I was like, they have accuracy. How? And that's just, that's a ball. Like, you got, you got, you got a football that's held in place and yeah, you got wind and stuff, but like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be interesting to see a soccer player come in and kick some field goals. It might be something nobody uh, expected to happen, but it might have a good outcome.
0: Why not? Why not? Um, we'll end it. We'll end it on this note. Um, how far do you think he could kick? What do you what do you think if he hypothetically, Ibrahimovic? yeah, hypothetically, Ibrahimovic comes in the league, how far do you think he could get one down the field?
2: Just just kicking it straight up, like in a game, like game
0: scenario. How far do you like? What 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 is he telling his coach? Hey, this is where I feel comfortable at.
2: Sixty. 60 i feel like he clears 60 yarder
0: i do too i i feel you know what i also feel like i feel like he'd say what's the record because i can do better
2: yeah i feel like he'd come in and just blast it he would love it with man. accuracy too
0: i yeah he's it, like i said if no one follows soccer just give this guy a highlight reel on youtube it's He's phenomenal, mm-hmm. and he's huge. He's a big dude. He ain't no little soccer player. Dude's like six five. When's the <laughs> last time you saw a kicker at six five? Like he could lay some yeah. wood on someone. Exactly. All right, man. Well, if that if you don't have anything else, we'll let you go on that note, and we'll uh, we'll end the show with that.
2: Yeah, I'm just I'm glad that we had a win. That was uh, on Thanksgiving. Yeah,
0: I mean yeah, that that did was help.
2: good. So. Could have been a lot yep. worse. Could have
0: been a lot worse. So yeah. th- thanks for could calling been, in, man. Could have been the Lions. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, losing the rival is bad enough on Thanksgiving Day. Woof woof
2: we, we already relived well, that last I, year. Exactly. Well, I enjoy calling in talking to you guys about some bears. Yeah, yeah. anytime. That's yeah. what
0: we're here for. So uh, we'll keep uh, posting stuff on social media and letting people know when to call in and Today we did have some technical difficulties, but we uh, we made it through. So, uh, yeah, sounds good.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, man, we'll All let right you go then. on that note. Uh, Dad, you got anything to say? No,
1: nah, I just appreciate Nathaniel calling in. Had some, some really good points. Uh, good to hear from you, and uh, keep the lines open.
0: All right, we'll end it on that note, everyone. And re- remember, it's always a good time when you...
2: Bear down.